Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors. 102-89 to victory against the Orlando Magic. Riker, this puts us on a five-game win streak. We're out here. Scotty Barnes out here balling in his home state. Really, all the starters played well in this one, even though the shooting percentages weren't that efficient. They all had their moments in this game to shine. Precious Achua was balling off the bench. How you feeling about this win against the Orlando Magic? Our last few wins in recent games haven't been able to react to the the last one, at least. It was I'm dealing with illness, you're dealing with uh, technical problems, but the Raptors, they've been looking good, Riker. And tell me honestly, honestly, did you think the Raptors, not during the game, before this game even started, would pull off a victory against the Magic? Because I did not. These are the games the Raptors tend to lose. They tend to get sloppy and played down. What? Trap game. Trap game. Listen, it's good to keep the streak alive. We're back. We're tied again with Chicago. There's really no way around it. It's going to be a tough first first round matchup regardless of our standing. I'm thinking it's either Philly, Boston, or Milwaukee. So I don't know if it's re- even really that important necessarily where we seed at this point. But I'd like to be fifth or sixth. And only five games left, Ben. Playoffs are right around the corner. It's just good to keep that positive momentum going into that final stretch beat the teams that you should beat maybe finish with five more wins just clean sweep the end of the season finish with 50 clean i like what i'm seeing from the raps yep no without a doubt we're gonna talk all about playoff seeding probably in this podcast probably in more podcasts i'll have some time on my hands over the next few days might have to dive into some specific playoff specified videos but we got to get a drum roll going first Riker to to start this one off because tonight the one the only the Scotty Barnes award it's going to none other than our rookie of the year the guy that deserve it's the rookie of the year the R-O-T-Y the R-T-O-Y whatever it is but tonight 19 points seven assists eight rebounds Balling out against the Magic had a hot first chord. Before we, before you sound off on our Rookie of the Year and dive into that fluid criteria, Riker, we have a super chat coming in from Arco. Our guy Arco is back, saying, as we move up the standings, who is your ideal playoff matchup? Personally, I would like to take Philadelphia in a seven-game series. He's also hitting us with the like spike. Love to see it. We appreciate the super chat, as always, right, Arco. Riker. Before I guess we rant on Scotty Burns, who's your uh, who's your playoff desired matchup? Desired matchup, anybody but Boston. And you would agree, same thing. I think that we're comfortable to play Philly. We're comfortable to play Milwaukee. I'd love to see Miami in the first round, but we'll get a flavor for that in Sunday's matchup, which hopefully Kyle Lowry will suit up. That's how they're advertising that game, at least on the Sportsnet or TSN, whatever feed that it was that I was watching tonight, Ben. But Scotty Burns, he's playing well at the right time. When Mobley goes down with injury, all heads are turned away from him. He slipped down to third on the rookie ladder for the longest while now because, in all fairness, Cade Cunningham is putting up pretty big numbers on way more volume of shots. But he is putting up good numbers just on a really bad team. Scotty Burns... His stats were going down and down. It didn't seem like he was being as assertive on offense. Now in the last couple of games, he's getting a lot of shots, a lot of interior baskets, and he's just looking dominant out there, Ben. 
Yeah, looking absolutely elite, throwing no-look passes, and we saw a giant flash of Scotty Barnes being aggressive, especially early in this game, because the, the matchup were kind of back and forth at the start of this one. It wasn't, a, you know, third quarter, we really blew them out. I think uh, we both have the, the quarter by quarter. I, you probably have the quarter by quarter 26 to 17 for the Raptors. Yeah, in the third. So that's where we really started to take advantage of the, the magic, blow them away. And then they made a little push at the end. But at the start when the magic were throwing punches and they got some solid young guys on their roster, Scotty Barnes was really doing it all for this Raptors team. So that's what you want to see. And as you topped off this podcast with Riker, it's good to see our top guys, especially the younger ones, because, you know, Fred Van Vliet, even though he's had his ups and downs, particularly because of injury this season, right, Siakam, same sort of thing at the start of the year, struggled and has been a lead. We know our veterans, what they're going to do, what they're able to provide, but our younger players, you know, Scotty Barnes, the star boy, Gary Trent Jr., right, having uh, having OG Ananobi, who's still a younger guy, coming back from injury, playing well, firing all cylinders, going into playoff time, that's exactly what you need to have happen, so we're going to be raving about Scotty Barnes and dive into the Rookie of the Year conversation, I see Scooby-Doo saying, throw a W in the chat if you think, uh, if you think uh, Scotty Barnes is going to win Rookie of the Year, throw those W's in for uh, Mr. Scotty Barnes taking over Mobley, but we'll rant on that more and more as the, the time moves forward, Riker, but you know, there's a few guys that we could talk about. And also shout out to Scotty Barnes for kind of sealing the deal, blowing past Mo Bamba for a nice little Ben Rogers half spin and came in for the dunk. Love to see those types of plays there from Scotty. But what's the Ben Rogers there? The spin or the dunk? The half the half spin, sir. You know, you kinda throw that. I don't know if oh, the dunk is, is the Ben Rogers. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well that's that's just a given, right? Everyone knows that. But um, any who else stood out to you in the in the starting lineup for this squad? Because there's a lot of guys that were balling out. Just just well-rounded, if you read through the box score, the three-point shooting wasn't super hot tonight, but you can't never can't be too mad at 30% from the field. But just the well-roundedness of tonight's output, almost every starter was 15 points or more, yeah. and nobody scored in 20. Now, some nights you're going to want to have one person take over, right, whether it's Pascal or Fred Van Vliet or Gary Trent Jr. like last game, but tonight's a game where Orlando Magic, they're not the strongest team. It's nice that everybody got their hands on the ball. If we look at the total shots, field goals taken, everybody had around the same amount of shots tonight, Ben. Just a really well-rounded, and this is a perfect point to bring up. I wouldn't have remembered it otherwise. Just read a Bleacher Report article, first time ever that they were positive about the Toronto Raptors. They were going down the weaknesses in all of the playoff teams starting lineups. So singling out the one weak link of the starters and you go, they're criticizing all the teams. They get to the Raptors. They're like tough to make any criticisms about the Raptors. This is a solid starting five. I'm like, wow, this is a first bleacher report. They love the, the, those hot negative takes, but listen, when you have a team like this, all praise. All praise indeed. And yeah, you as you said, you run through the box score, it all look fire. And they all had their moments this game. OG Anobi came out early in this one, started balling out, cooled off. It felt like Nick Nurse didn't even play him mid-game, even though he somehow got 35 minutes in this. But in the fourth quarter, then the Magic were going on their run. OG Anobi sealed the deal with a couple of just shoulder drives, whether it being to, to Wagner or Schofield. Right down in the lane, they were both flopping, sucking for calls. Uh, OG took Wagner down, right, fell to the ground, and then it looked like the ref called a foul on OG, and you could see OG saying he flopping, right? He was about to say that, and then they ended up giving the the call to uh, 
OG. Giving him the and one, so he was happy with that there. So, no, no flops called on the Toronto Raptors tonight. This isn't no Celtics game, Riker. But OG had his moments at the start and end of this one. Fred Van Vliet in the third quarter started looking like Freddie All-Star. Still not the greatest shooting night by any means, but it looked like Fred was just kind of hoisting up shots, just saying, you know what? We're playing the Magic. We got a double-digit lead. I'm going to shoot as many step backs from three feet behind the three-point line as I can as I can fire up there. He had 19 points, five rebounds, three assists, five steals, and two blocks for Freddie Valet. That's a that's an impressive feat there. Two blocks in a game for Fred VanVleet. So shout out to shout out to Fred for doing all the doing all that out there on the I, court. I don't know if you heard, but I don't know if you heard, but the the air conditioning was turned up. Apparently, it's starting to get pretty warm down in Florida. So I don't know if that that cool air, more bounce, <laughs> more elevation, more lift on those defensive schemes. You can get your hand there, tip <laughs> tip some shots. He was training down there all last season, Riker. The Tampa weather. He's come back and he's ready to get those uh, those blocks, those shot blockers. He's gonna be an enforcer next season. We see Freddie add something new to his bag every year. Just showing it off a little bit before the playoffs. But uh, you know, Spicy P again, another phenomenal one in this one. It, it, he didn't have to do too much in this game. Didn't uh, make his threes, but 16 points, 11 rebounds, three assists. Ha- showed up when he had to show it up. Stop some runs from the Orlando Magic. That's what you want to see out of your number one option. And then our star boy, Gary Trent Jr. Riker. He's been inconsistent ever since you called him the Raptors' groat. But looking more like himself the past few games. Certainly 17 points in this game. Still not the most efficient from the field. 6 of 16, but made 3 of 8 for, uh, from the three-point line. Had a few assists in this one. All the starters are balling out, sir. They're all balling out, Sir. Before I lose it, let's swing to the segments. I got a couple of ideas. There's, I'm sure there's, you do too. There's one guy I do. There's something we do have to bring up, though, because we're talking about the starters. There's some guy off the bench, Riker. I know the box score might indicate he had a poor game. 11 points, 3 rebounds for Precious Achua. What? 1 of 3 from the 3-point line. 33% from 3. This guy should be shooting 45% from 3. That's what he's been doing since the All-Star break. But I thought Precious tonight, even though he had a a low plus minus and did all that sort of stuff, he made some great decisions in this game. When he was slashing, making some dump-offs, he's confident firing up those threes. The three that he made was drippy, it was wet, it was wet like Butter Riker, went straight down, straight down to the hoop. I love what I'm seeing from Precious Achua. He's our guy off the bench right now. He's been more consistent than Chris Boucher, which is kind of a crazy thing to think about at this point. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. A decision making, <laughs> IQ, whatever. We're gonna need him. He's gonna play a big role then, and this is the right time for his confidence to get high because we're gonna talk about playoff matchups. We're gonna be facing the big boys. It's gonna be Philadelphia and the Embiid's, or Milwaukee and the Onnes's, or Miami and the Adebayo's, Precious Achua, the combination of all of those players. He's got to be ready Bam to and Adebayo, Akimpo Achua. <laughs> That's it. That's it. If you don't know it, part of the Precious propaganda, Ben, he's been playing pretty good, but confidence is the big thing with him, obviously, because that was the issue at the beginning of the season. He's so young, you don't realize it because he's tall. He doesn't necessarily look young. Same thing with Gary Trent Jr. You know, they Gary Trent, to me, feels like a vet, but he's still just a young fella himself. So it's an interesting team. We're so close to the playoffs, Ben. 
Swing to the segments. Then we got lots to talk about in the uh, final alarm. True. And we have a super chat coming in from Marcel Martin, the legend on Courtside Digest. Check it out if you haven't recently. Courtside Digest videos coming left, right, and center with our guy Marcel. Myself popping on a few of those as well. Marcel's been balling out. But Riker, he's saying that uh, Riker trying to be the new bald mamba. You trying to steal Marcel's flow, sir? I think Marcel can grow a better beard than I can, but... <laughs> Who knows? I started taking some more of those natural testosterones, do away with the, the top hair altogether, and grow out the connectors. The the shark testosterone, like GTA Four. That's what you wanna. That's what you wanna see. I was watching some memes on that today. But Riker, not a, well. Yeah, the, the spicy. I can't even speak. My brain is a flux right now. The spicy pile of the day. What do you have in mind for the spicy pile? You said you got a few few of these moments in mind. Yeah, well, actually, I didn't have a great one for the spicy pile. I did think it was funny. Fred was having a poor shooting performance. Cole Anthony brings it back. It's kind of six, four minutes left, something. It's it's getting uncomfortable that they're only ha holding a 10-point lead against the Orlando Magic down the stretch. Fred Van Vliet, who was ice cold in this game, hits a, as you were talking about, step back three from four or five feet back from the three-point line with Mo Bamba all over him. And, of course, that one's cash. And it's the one to really put the nail in the coffin, maintain that distance. I think it's funny because no matter how bad he's shooting, he's taking those late game shots. He's taking those late game shots. And tonight, he was taking whatever was out there. Fred Van Vliet was on, wasn't necessarily on fire, but the ones that went down were lethal. Lethal for Freddie Valet. Freddie Van Vliet had a nice dunk from Scotty Barnes at the end there, once again around Mo Bamba. Had a dunk from Boucher early in this game. Precious Achua's three really had me excited, got me going. All that sort of stuff. So lots of spicy pile moments, but all plays could be the spicy pile of the day. And some just make you say, oh, geez. And tonight, the OG's play of the day. There's, I have one in mind, Riker, because Markel Fultz had, had his moments in this one. And just like his career, he has his moments. Has a lot of uh, plays. And he brought the magic back, really, from their 20, whatever the deficit was. It looked brutal there for the magic. And Fultz ended up... You know, scoring some buckets in the paint, making some nice drives. But usually those runs, they're triggered by a nasty dunk. They're triggered by a couple threes going down, like a Freddie Van Vliet step back three. But no, this run from Markel Fultz was triggered by a smooth drive from him. No one around. The Raptors gave up on the possession. They gave, they gave up. No one around. And he goes in for the completely wide open. And, you know, people always bring up wide open layups, but there's usually someone around, so you can get a little bit afraid, potentially. There was literally no one around him in the key. No one around him. And the layup just goes in, flips around the rim, and it comes out. But it motivated him for later seconds, but definitely made me say, oh, geez, on that play, Riker. I thought you were going to say the, the run was spurred on by a lot of floaters in the paint. And if we're talking Ben Rogers specialties, that's another weapon in your arsenal, Ben. Another OGs for me in this one was OG himself getting Charlie Horst. I didn't see that until the replay. I just saw him limping and I was terrified. I was so nervous that it was more of a structural injury that might hold him back from playoffs, right? You never know. And yep. then they show the replay and he just got Charlie Horst fair, fair and square right on the quad. And uh, I think you can shake those off pretty easy. Yeah. Well, that, that kind of... I don't know if you have any Golden Kazoos, Riker, but I'm going to bring out the Golden oh, Kazoo, the one, the only, the Paul Pierce Golden Kazoo. And yours kind of transitions to what I had in mind. 
Now, I might be tripping, because I know most Raptors fans probably don't give a minute's thought about the Orlando Magic, with the exception of maybe DJ Augustine in Game 1 of the 2019 NBA playoffs. That's the only real true memory. And the, and the hearts of Terrence Ross. Everyone has a piece of T. Ross and the, the Orlando Magic's fan base. I know you're a big T. Ross guy on this podcast, one of your favorite Raptors of all time. So, you know, that's where we talk about the Orlando Magic, where they come into our heads. But I just... There's something about the Orlando Magic, and it was especially so when they had Aaron Gordon on the roster, when they had a few of their guys, Evan Fournier on the team. I don't even know. Yeah, Evan Fournier's on the Knicks right now. But they'd end up losing, as they usually do against the Toronto Raptors in the past. And then at the end of games, it always felt weird. It always felt like they'd be stiff-arming. They'd be doing random things. Not as aggressive as the Heat, just more petty. More petty pushes, petty hits, petty fouls, and all that. You know, to Raptors, guys, at the ends of games. And I don't know. It just seems like always against the Orlando Magic. And tonight, as you said, the Charlie horse came. They were kind of getting right into Pascal Siakam's grill unnecessarily at the end of this one. A bit jumpy, you know. And then OG and be going in. They're flopping. And then Wagner's kind of going up to him saying, oh, that's not a flop, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't like when you're not an aggressive team, but then you just get chippy when you're down by 20, 15 or whatever with a few minutes to go. Where I thought you were going to take that was that their identity this season seems to have changed. That normally they're bad, but there's still something. Like, there's still Aaron Gordon, or -hmm. there's still Vucevic, right? There's still some sort of glue that kind of makes sense for the franchise, where they don't obviously have that right now. My thought when I was watching it, because the court pattern that they have with the blocks of hardwood that are in squares is the same that Boston used to have. And I'm thinking, it's funny, the difference between the success of the two franchises. I almost feel (laughs) like when you become a team that doesn't make the playoffs and then you make the playoffs again, you should almost have like a complete branding reset to just get rid of all of the bad seasons that you've had, right? And, And all of the disastrous just bad watching experience but are the magic people... gonna have a rebrand every season Riker? is that what they're gonna do <laughs> well i don't i don't have any faith that they'd make the playoffs in any coming season but i'm saying that one season when you know it's about to happen okay. yeah. complete rebrand yeah. anyways ben we've held off long enough we want to talk playoffs we want to talk everything wild and wacky off the rails i think it's time for the final alarm let's get it woo 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 that's right the final alarm has sounded we want to hear what you guys have to say about this game about the raptors playoffs about scotty parnes winning rookie of the year all the stuff that will certainly be storylines at the end of this season as a tradition let's get a little like spike going also a golden kazoo that i forgot to mention Riker. as much as well wagner's not really a threat to rookie of the year but he is a rookie that's playing well wagner Franz Wagner, if I pronounced that correctly. But uh, he went down with injury early, early, early in this one. Says zero minutes on the box score. He's got a personal foul in the game, but hopefully he's all right. Missed Franz Wagner? Yeah. Well, there was somebody playing in the fourth, but maybe is his brother Mo on the Vong. team too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of injuries, did Trey Young get injured? Just say pa, monsieur. Is he out? Okay. 
I don't know. I thought I heard something about him, but this is also April Fool's Day, so can't uh, put a lot of stock into anything that you hear. But Ben, Atlanta is one of the games that we have been this season. I think it goes Miami, Atlanta, Philly, Houston, New York. So three bad teams, potentially four, four, well, three bad teams, two good teams. I'm ready for the playoffs. I'll tell you. If regular season ended tomorrow, I'd be happy. Let's get it, because well, we have a big game against him, and we have Paul Blunt renewing his channel membership for six months, saying, or he's been membership for six months, saying, hail Raptors Digest, bring the fifth seed, let's bring it here, and you're talking playoffs, you want it to start right now, I want those games, Riker, I want those games, you know why? Because you said seeding doesn't matter, and you put some words in my mouth early in this podcast, I don't want to get derailed too much of a playoff talk early, but a couple things I need to address, one, seeding-wise, I don't know if you've been keeping up, keeping your eyes peeled to the old, uh, the old standings, the old teams ahead of us in the in the playoff picture. But uh, your your boy Benjamin Rogers said from the start of the season, top four seed. When we were the twelfth seed, when we were the thirteenth seed in the Eastern Conference, you know who said? Do you want? Do you know what Mr. Ben Rogers said? Top four seed. One seed. Held true. And obviously, we're tied with the Chicago Bulls right now for fifth. We're tied. They have the tiebreaker, so technically we're in six. We have the same record. Do you know a team has been fallen? It's been struggling lately. Those Philadelphia Besides 76ers. Philadelphia 76ers. We can catch them, Riker. three in a row, five and five of the last ten. We can catch them. We're on a five-game win streak. That fourth seed, we might get home court in this year's playoffs, sir. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Well, fourth would be delightful because if we somehow snuck into fourth... You're at worst playing Philly, maybe playing Chicago. Now, the challenge with that is there's only five games left. Philly has a two-game lead on us. It's going to be tough to catch up to them in the standings, particularly because we have to play Miami next game. We also have to play Easy. them, right? There have, But the saving grace is this is the time where teams that are comfortable with just making the playoffs rest their starters. And who are two players that need rest as Embiid, and James Harden, with their history of injuries, you want them fully healthy. And Ted Acumpo, he just sat out tonight's game. They're getting walloped by the Clippers right now, which, I mean, if you're getting pounced on by the Clippers, you know you've basically given up. So I, I don't know. I, I don't see Nick Nurse doing any resting for the end of the season. We could have a shot, take five in a row, and maybe make that fourth seed dream come true. Also, another golden kazoo I'm throwing out there. I'm throwing it out here, Riker. Big golden kazoo. A big, giant golden kazoo. Because whenever I get the chance to throw these kazoos out there, I'm throwing it out to the LA Clippers, who once again just make me despise that organization, that franchise, that team. Not only are they stealing our players, Norman Powell, one of my favorite guys. I'm still living on Norm Island, even though he's down there in LA. But they're playing the Chicago Bulls, a team that we are tied with in the Eastern Conference, unless they lost tonight, which I don't think they did. They were the Bulls. They were, yep, they were beating them all the way. They were they were smacking them. They were destroying them, and then the L.A. Clippers absolutely just choke away a game against the Chicago Bulls. Demar Derozan played phenomenal, but the Bulls were giving them this game on a silver platter, and the L.A. Clippers just choked it away. They they sent it to the abyss. The one time in NBA history that I'm cheering for the L.A. Clippers. And they have a big lead. They end up choking it away. 
What a bunch of fools, Riker. What a bunch of fools. No comment. No comment. Bulls didn't play tonight, Ben. Clippers did. They're beating the Bucks, which I already said. So that's that's, that's basically it. But you know, I you were talking seating matters. I put words in your mouth. You want to be fourth, obviously. We do both agree. Boston's the only team we don't want to play. No, so this you have to this, play the second thing. This is the second thing we'll I said. Him. This the, the second right. thing I said because I said there's two words you put or two things you put into my mouth, Riker. And uh, the second thing I gotta I got to address. The Boston Celtics, give me the Celtics. I'm seeing too many folks on their Reddit following our win against them saying, I want the Raptors. I think we could smoke the Raptors with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You know what? Sure, they might be a tougher matchup for us, but just to silence those scrubs, get them out of here. Get them out of here. I want to face the Boston Celtics. I think we would potentially get smoked against no. Jason Tatum no. Jalen Brown. No. It's not happening. We would take that team over. Space Team Enterprise is saying I'm drunk. I am not. I just have the old health and safety protocols right now. I'm in isolation, so my voice sounds weird. But my takes are legit. They are true. They are uh, spread. Or not. They're skewed. No. They're skewed. I want it's all the smoke. Your brain. Ryan Lavinia <laughs> saying, I want all the smoke. Give me the Celtics first round, knock out those scrubs immediately. They don't even have Robert Williams right now to knock us out. If we can just game that, plan that could for be, Marcus That Smart. could be big. That could be big. Yeah. And I think that's a big part why you're a little bit more comfortable too because he's, he's a big piece of their interior defense. Now they still do have among the best team rated defense in the NBA, but, you know, that's a big presence that would scare Pascal Siakam on a day-to-day that without him in a series, the old Pascal. might have a better fighting chance. The old Pascal. We have all NBA Siakam these days, so he's going to be spinning around those scrubs like they're nothing down there in Boston. So you love to see that. If you reach fifth, you might play the Celtics. Give me the Celtics. I want I want whoever. I want whoever's here. Apparently, well, I'm Let sound. me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think the team in first is like, I'd rather not be first because Brooklyn could be scary now that Kyrie is allowed to play games again? Does, like Brooklyn is so bad without, with outside of Kyrie and Kevin Durant. And we've seen it now too with Kyrie Irving. Yes, he's great when he's playing once a week. When he's playing once every two weeks, he's phenomenal. He's putting in 50 points and all that. Kyrie Irving is not Damian Lillard. He's not Steph Curry. He's not Kyle Lowry. He's not... One of those guys. He's not one of those guys. Kyrie Irving's not Kyle Lowry? No, he's not. He is he's not, not that level at of player. Kyle Lowry's level? He is not that level of player. That's I've been not, arguing that. some hate. You're hating. I've been consistent on this podcast for the past four or five. How long have we been doing this record? Five years? Kyrie yeah, Irving is your not. your dislike of Kyrie Irving, but surely he's the more skillful player than Kyle Lowry. Skilled, sure. Better? Nah. No. <laughs> No, he's not. He's not that level of guy. And then you have Kevin Durant, who's phenomenal, obviously. Even though that's, but the team is in ninth for a reason. They're in ninth for a reason. No, the reason is their team was gutted for the majority of the season. Now that team is coming back, and I just wonder. I wonder if Miami. I wonder if Miami, Philly, who else? Milwaukee. If they're looking and saying, you know what? I'd rather be second. Nah, the the Nets get them out of here, sir. You don't think the Nets are making it out of the first round, though? 
Nope. Wow. They might not make they it out of the play-in. They took Milwaukee to seven games last season, sir. And they had James Harden. If it wasn't for wasn't for Kevin Durant's humongous foot, they would have beat the NBA champions. Yeah, and you could say the same thing if a foul wasn't called on Giannis in the third quarter. Then yeah, but that's that. different because <laughs> then you're drawing it back to some arbitrary thing. But in clutch time, when the shot mattered most, he sunk that shot. His toe was too long. His feet are abnormally big, and they crossed that line to no fault of his own. Through fault of his own, needs to be aware. Poor player awareness. People aren't liking my net stakes. People don't like my next dates. But you know what? <laughs> I got to speak the truth on the pod. The Nets get way too much love. That's uh, that's what I'm saying. GSXR saying uh, this dude, Ben, always with the awful takes. <laughs> All my takes have been right this season. So sucks to suck, sir. I'm calling out. I'm going to start responding to people in the comments record. Do you think I should do that? I may actually listen back to our preseason preview podcast that we did just to pick out our exact takes i think that yours like you said have been pretty consistent so there is some level of impressiveness to you know you saying it from the beginning fourth seed and we're close we're close fourth seed staying on the siakam wagon people always put words in my mouth folks i'm not taking it anymore i'm starting to starting to go at the comments it's what i'm in isolation for the next week i'm gonna respond to every every comment <laughs> nice all right sir anything left to say anything exciting in the comment section before we sign this one off people graham saying nets are overrated love to see it looks like simmons will be back for the playoffs ben simmons oh not, i didn't hear i heard otherwise yeah i, I don't he, there's been so much random stuff happening about ben simmons i who knows what's really going on with this, this guy? This is what Maybe. I don't get, though. Most of what I hear is that his conditioning isn't there. Is that what you're hearing as well? Yeah, his conditioning and yeah. then his, his, his conditioning, conditioning isn't good enough to play him 10, 15 minutes a game? Well, his conditioning and then that messed up his back is what I heard. So, you know, when oh. you're out of shape and then you get an injury because you're out of shape because you try to ramp it up again. That's that's the... I've never been out of shape, so I don't know exactly, <laughs> but I can... <laughs> We're both we're both a couple of chattiest youngs out here on the pod, so it's uh it's what you like to see. But uh it's uh who did I say would win MVP? I think I had Lucas, so that's I'm talking Raptors takes though. But um one of the raps we're going for fifty wins. The the chat's popping off right now, Riker. I can't keep up with it. But uh eight through ten is tied. That's that's pretty wild there in the east right now. But uh What's happening here? Okay, no need to spam. I already, I already, already addressed your comment, Mister Prod. Don't make me ban you. Heat are scary. Uh, Larry will give them all intel on the raps if they face them. That's the one thing that I don't like about uh, the Miami Heat because I feel like Larry could get inside our heads the same way Demar did, or the same way LeBron did to Demar and the Raptors. Yeah, you could. That's that's what I was gonna say. You could say the same thing about Chicago, even though I think Chicago is a very poorly built playoff team. This is my take. Vucevic sucks. Demar Derozan has never had postseason success. They have a bunch of offensive talent. I get that their net Conference defense finals, has been so. all right, but they're not built like a playoff team. They don't have the defense. I don't think they have the team defense, and I don't think that they have the scoring down the clutch as good as Demar has been that take might age poorly I've been saying it from the beginning of the season though and towards the final stretch of basketball they've sucked so 
you know, it's I, I haven't been well off the mark. I, I thought that they might be, you know, seventh, eighth seed. Obviously, they might be right on that. But they're slipping. Yeah, they're slipping. So I stand by it. Yeah. Well, I think they're I think Lonzo Ball is huge for them. And I think a healthy Alex Caruso is big for them. Tony Bradley, Derek Jones Jr., him going down as well is tough. Like they need those defenders off the bench to really complement those guys in the, you know, the Demars, all the guys that you mentioned, right? You need those complementary pieces when you have a bunch of scores that aren't known for their defensive versatility. But Demar is legit. Demar is legit. I don't like the the Demar hate. He's, he's he made it to the conference finals record. Can't uh, can't be uh, can't be trashing on on those guys. And PJ Simpson is saying Boston's the only team in the top five without an ex Raptor. Is, is that the case? That's crazy. That's a wild stuff. Okay, so the Heat, Lowry, obviously. The Bucks. Who's on the Bucks? Surge. Okay. Serge Ibaka. You got the Celtics up there with no Raptors. You got the Sixers with Danny Green. The Chicago Bulls with DeMar DeRozan. So the Raptors really be owning. Could, the could we keep going? Who is is there Raptors players beneath us? All right, the Cleveland players. No. Ed Davis. Ed Davis. Oh, <laughs> he's still in the league. Yeah, he's out Brooklyn. There. Brooklyn, Mr. Goran Dragic, the the Raptors legend. True, I was thinking Matty Ice, but he's not even on the... He's on the Bulls. He's anymore, a Bulls. Is he? Oh, he's a Bull. Yep. Well, there you go. Charlotte? No. I was going to say Biz, but Biz is, Biz is in, or- in Phoenix. But do yeah. Charlotte? I feel like Charlotte has one. I don't think so. Mason Plumley feels like a guy that played on our team, but never did. <laughs> he seems like like one of those Aaron Gray guys, you know. I was just gonna say, what are you thinking about Aaron Gray? <laughs> yeah. he just That's a tough comparison for him. He's way better than Aaron Gray. That's hope to be fake news. I thought of it too immediately. Aaron Gray. I don't know if it's still on my Instagram, but I had a I had a picture of Aaron Gray next to Michael Jordan. I was devastated when we traded away because Rudy Gay was traded alongside Aaron Gray and uh, Quincy AC. I was devastated we traded AC and Aaron Gray in that deal. But uh, that... oh, and speaking of speaking of pictures of famous people, I said this to you before the pod. I'm pretty excited. My okay. M- my son, wait, I... wait, wait to tell the story. We have a super chat because this is a good story. Okay. I want to I want it to be cut short. But uh, we have a we have a super chat coming in from Pain Causing Samurai. Saying the fa- my favorite thing about Barnes are his putbacks, helping Raptors avoid offensive slumps. Really wish we could have uh, seen him play uh, together with Powell. I'm assuming Norman Powell. Yeah, that's a that would be that be a cool dynamic, two of those guys. But yeah, Scotty Barnes, especially at the start of this one, was getting put back after put back after put back. Yep, that was a ben, that was a W. Story Shout time. out, Pink ca- causing Samurai. We appreciate it. Shout out, shout out. But tell the story, story time. Right tell the story. A cool one for once. <laughs> I keep wanting to call it keep wanting to call it men's league, but it's adult league. You need to have girls mm-hmm. finally made oh, right. friends with some girls that are basketballers, not just girls. <laughs> period. They play ball. And one of the this one girl said, Oh yeah, so I have a friend who plays D one basketball. That alone is pretty cool. Yep. Little did I know she plays for Connecticut. Still didn't put any thought to that, except for they're going to the final four. And she's a starter on this team. Then she drops the bomb on me. Therefore, if she's Connecticut, she's a starter. She's Paige Becker's teammate. Paige Becker, million followers on Instagram. Probably the most famous girl. Doesn't come doesn't out she basketball. date Jalen Suggs? Am I she tripping? May? Or they're buddies I, or something? 
They could be friends. I feel like when you're that good, because she's played, she got the MVP in Steph Curry's um, yeah. camp, whatever he runs. She's met a bunch. She, I, I don't know if it was her or the Haley, what's her name, that's on Kansas, used to yep. train with Kobe all the time. Um, I think when you're at that status as a basketball player, that's, you know, they're touting you as like the phenom to come and do whatever you want in the professional leagues. You've met everybody that you need to meet, right? If you've if you've met Steph Curry, you've met Jalen Suggs. Like he's way down on the ladder. No offense to him, I would put Steph Curry and Kobe like Jalen Suggs so. always catching strays on this podcast. It's a sin. <laughs> so anyways, that's that cool. That's cool. Riker is out here hooping with Paige Paige Beckers, essentially. This <laughs> I I wonder how bad I would lose the Paige Beckers in a one a one on one. I don't know. You got some. You you got clamps. That's the thing. Like, I feel, I feel, like, I feel yeah, like you could guard. I feel like her defense might be really good too, though. Yeah, yeah. Like and and I mean, this girl that's gonna be playing on my team is is also a starter on this team. So I'll get a little flavor yeah. for what D one quality girls basketball is like. Which so I'm definitely gonna play her on one on one. So get the one v one. So then you can essentially say you beat Paige. That's a. Well, that's... I gotta beat this other girl first. I don't even know if that's going to be possible. She seems like a beast. I checked out her Instagram, too. Shout out Aaliyah. She's just been ball. She's Instagram official, too. I, it's crazy, man. Crazy. Anyways, that's it. That's, that's the true hoop. Shane saying, what is this, TMZ? <laughs> well, our concurrent viewers stayed up. So, you know, it went went higher during that story. So that's what you love to see. That's what you love to see. You know, we're going to have to get Paige onto the podcast. Let her know what she thought of Jalen Suggs getting passed on by the Toronto Raptors. Keep it Raptors official. See what she thinks of Riker's game. You might get a one Riker, we've been plugging a 1v1 literally since this time last year and you might get to play Paige Beckers before you and I get a chance to play 1v1. I don't think I don't even, I, I don't know where she's from but somewhere in the States didn't you call Paige Beckers like the dream person if you were to, you know, pick a dateable worthy person she'd have to be a baller i don't think you know? i did on a podcast but yes no, not on a podcast <laughs> i might be i might be calling you you out i might be calling myself out either way she's a stud i think everybody respects Paige in the basketball world just with the impact that she's had again not to be sexist but you just don't often hear about girl basketball players and the, and and you're hearing about her before she even went to university mm-hmm. right that's how crazy her game is so Shout out to her. This is yeah. my fangirling moment. Pretty cool. <laughs> She's a hooper. She throws the no-look passes. That's another thing. That was a... It's like a chicky poo throwing no-look passes. They're the one. That's what you want to see. Yeah. G- GSX saying she's from Minnesota. So <laughs> TMZ breaking. Riker teaming up with Aaliyah on UConn for a pickup ball. <laughs> That's the facts. That's from Woj. That's a true Woj bomb right there. Drop it. Got to get those uh, those games recorded. He's uh, he's happening. <laughs> Zane's out here saying Riker admitting his love to Jenny ten years later in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> <That> mean- <laughs> I mean, I guess by that, what I just said specifically about Paige would have fit Jenny back in the day. I don't That's- know if she balls or not yeah, anymore. I don't know if she balls anymore. You got to figure that out. Let us let TMZ. We need a TMZ uh, segment for the <laughs> for the final alarm. 
Ben, it's this is we're way too far off the rails here at this point. You're in health and safety protocols. Let's let's finish this one up. That's true. My uh my voice is slowly evading me. My energy is evading my soul. But folks, you guys are the best for making this far. Check out the Instagram, the TikTok, the Twitter, all that cool stuff. I'm slacking on the TikToks. They're gonna be making a comeback, so you love to see that. Also, I've been plugging at the end of the podcast. I think I got to plug it at the beginning. I've been not consistent on it either. But few things to plug. If you want to join the Digest team, reach out. Shoot us, shoot us a DM on IG. Shoot us an email, raptorsdigest at gmail.com. I've been slacking on those too, but I've been sick for the last little while. Interested in joining the, you know, making some IG posts? Interested in the Blue Jays? Seeing what's out there. Reach out. Helps us out big time. Got a few channels coming up through the ground. The one big one we're plugging right now, the Courtside Digest. Check out Marcel Martin, myself, Riker when he wants to pop on. Talking some hoop, some NBA hoop with the old Courtside Digest crowd, NBA stuff. So definitely uh, definitely check that out. The chat is just wild in here, Riker. But definitely check all that stuff out. I'll probably start plugging some of this at the beginning of the pods. But do you have any last words, Riker, on this game, on life? It is the power of the mind to be unconquerable, Ben. Cheers.